Hello, and welcome to the podcast, This Thing Called Grief, Navigating Life After Loss. I'm your host, Lori Peters. For each episode, I bring my personal and professional experience as a veteran griever and licensed counselor to have meaningful and authentic talks about grief, loss, and life in the wake. I'll be exploring many facets of grief and not sugarcoating anything that I discover. My goal here is to create a safe space to acknowledge, share, and be inspired. I look forward to starting this journey with you. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of This Thing Called Grief. I'm Lori Peters, a licensed grief counselor near Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Today, I'm going to dive into a doozy of a topic. And to be quite honest, I had some anxiety really around it because this topic is what I call a hot potato. And the topic is abortion. I know this is a controversial subject, but please, please don't skip over this episode. I promise you that this is not going to be a political rant. I want to explore this topic with you through the eyes of grief. And I invite you to be open-minded and curious because what I'm about to say in this episode may prick your conscience. According to the latest stats from the Guttmacher Institute, one in four women will get an abortion before the age of 45, one in four, with the overwhelming majority of them being in their teens and 20s. The reasons for having an abortion are many, and many of those reasons are not just a matter of being inconvenienced by an unplanned pregnancy. Many women feel trapped, they feel backed into a corner, and they believe abortion is the only option. And many, many teens and women are forced to have an abortion, which by the way, is illegal in the United States. For the purposes of this episode though, I'm not going to get into those reasons why women have abortions What I am going to talk about though, is what I've witnessed for nearly 20 years in my work with teens and women who have been in some really tough situations. And many of them have gone on to have abortions. And what I'm gonna share with you here is that abortion grief can and does exist. Perhaps you haven't heard that before from any place else. You're hearing it from me abortion grief can and does exist. What I've witnessed here in my work with these women and with these young girls is a big, messy, hugely complicated ball of emotions. A lot of influences, a lot of situations, a lot of cultural and societal factors mixed into all of that. No matter what the situation was, I saw elements of grief in it. I've seen pain from choices made and choices not made. I've seen grief emerge from women who have decided to have their babies, to be a parent, yet they're mourning the life that they have been expecting prior to that unexpected pregnancy. 
I've seen grief from women who have decided to place their child for adoption. There are many losses involved in that beyond the loss of the child. And I've seen grief from women who have chosen to have an abortion. Each choice brings its own set of feelings, thoughts, and complications. And each choice carries with it its own set of losses, loss upon loss. There is no black and white here. I've noticed that it's various shades of gray. But the grief associated with having an abortion is a particular one because like pregnancy loss itself, it is a disenfranchised grief. That is an event that results when a loss goes unacknowledged or is invalidated or unsupported in some way. In an abortion, obviously a loss has occurred. There are women who do grieve that loss and there are women who do not. I'm not here to invalidate the, invalidate the experience of anyone who doesn't need to grieve. I'm not trying to force a process on you if you're in a space where you are good. And then there are women who are hurting from their abortion because they regret it. And that's what I really want to focus on here because I don't think this is talked about enough. Not all women feel that way, of course, but we must acknowledge that there are numerous women who do fall into this category of regretting their abortion. Those who do regret having an abortion often express feelings quite similar to the ones you'd expect to find in grief, like denial, shock, numbness, sadness, pain, anger, disappointment, confusion. However, because of societal stigma, political controversy, and societal beliefs, culture beliefs too, abortion is not seen as a type of loss that deserves a period of bereavement. Those who are grieving their abortion believe they don't have a voice. They don't believe they have a right to say, yes, I was deeply impacted by this choice and I feel some sort of way about it. And when they do try to speak up, they are immediately shut down because we as a society have said to her, you made a choice to do this, therefore you have no right to grieve. We as a society have said to her, you made the right choice, you should feel glad. Statements like these dismiss the presence of grief that can result. I've had women tell me that they were made to feel like a freak because they expressed feelings other than happiness and relief. They were othered by people, alienated, and they were told that there was something wrong with them because they were feeling sad, angry, depressed, remorseful, etc. Some had told me that they were told that due to a pre-existing condition, like say mental illness, for example, because of that, that was the reason why they had these feelings and not because of the abortion. All these comments dismissed the presence of grief there. They did not give the woman a chance to explore these feelings she was having for whatever reason. When someone cannot share their experience 
because it will be invalidated, then the natural tendency is to go inward and remain silent. When someone does not have a way to express what they feel because the environment does not allow for that expression, then those feelings tend to go underground, creating the perfect recipe for disenfranchised grief. Regardless of where you stand on abortion, I ask you to pause for a moment and try to imagine what it's like for someone who is in a situation in which they feel they have to terminate a pregnancy. Maybe it's a crisis pregnancy, it's unexpected. Maybe they have to selectively reduce a pregnancy for medical reasons. Maybe there's a pre-existing condition and the pregnancy may be harmful to her. Whatever the situation is, just imagine, just imagine that she is in the situation or she's been given this news that she has to terminate. Imagine with me the anxiety and the fear she must feel, the dread of not knowing what to expect or how things are gonna play out, what the procedure might be like, how she's gonna feel during it, how she's gonna feel after it. Imagine feeling that sense of being trapped and imagine the shame and guilt that she might feel. That person at that moment doesn't give a crap about the politics surrounding her decision. I can tell you that with confidence. She doesn't give a hoot about it. All she's thinking about is, how do I get out of this situation? How do I resolve this? How do I fix it? Her brain is in panic mode and she feels like she has no choice but abortion. In that moment, she needs help, not judgment. And then when she has had the abortion, imagine what life must be like for her in the aftermath. Maybe she has no support. Maybe her partner has broken up with her because of her decision or because of something else related. A part of her may feel relieved and she's able to carry on with her life as usual. And that does happen. Or perhaps she has trouble adjusting and starts to experience regret and quite possibly physical, mental, and emotional symptoms that resemble PTSD. Grief can be present in those situations. And we must acknowledge that. We must acknowledge that abortion grief is a thing. Can we be with her in this? Can we be with her in this particular type of pain and loss and grief? Can we show her compassion? As I said at the start of this podcast, one in four women will have an abortion before 45. That's a lot of women. That woman could be your mother. It could be your sister, your daughter, your friend, your coworker, or your lover. It's a lot of women out there. And that represents a ton of pain and suffering. Are you open? This is where I'm asking you to be open-minded. Are you open to the possibility that they may be secretly grieving 
Could they be carrying something they don't feel safe to express for fear of judgment? I'd like you to think about that this week. If you have had an abortion and are hurting, or you know someone who has had one, I do have some resources that could be helpful to you, so I will put them in the show notes. If you're in this situation, please, please know that you are not alone and help is available. Just in my work alone, I've encountered hundreds of women, hundreds who have walked similar paths. So know that this is, this is not an isolated experience. I do work with an organization that does help women who have had pregnancy loss, specifically abortion. So I know the pain and grief is real. If you would like to reach out to me personally about this, feel free to do so. I'll leave my contact info in the show notes as well. Just know that you're not alone. And whatever feelings you have in your experience are valid and true to you, and you deserve support. Next week will be the last episode in this mini-series on pregnancy loss. I'll be talking about getting pregnant again after having a pregnancy loss. Until next time, go easy on yourself. This was a hard episode. The work of grief is difficult and physically exhausting work. So please be gentle to yourself. Take it one day at a time and take care. <music>